Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And we're here to review the film Godzilla versus Kong. And we have a big cast of people, and I'll just run down a few of them. So we have Millie Bobby Brown. Um, She's most notable for Stranger Things from Netflix. Alexander Skarsgård, Julian Dennison, Rebecca Hall, Isaac Gonzalez, Kyle Chandler, Brian Tyree Henry, and a good amount of other people. But essentially, this movie is about Godzilla starts wreaking havoc and Kong is in a containment but can no longer be held. And then they end up fighting. But what did you get from Godzilla versus Kong? It definitely... Um, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every bit of it, honestly. I think... Um, I think they did. They set the story up well. Um, they can be guessing a little bit. Um, others might think of it a little more predictable. Um, Tori thought it was pretty predictable, actually. She guessed what was happening before I did. Um, but I liked it. I think they did a good job. I uh, definitely felt more like uh, Kong Skull Island than uh, Godzilla King of Monsters, for sure. Um, and it had some emotional beats in it wasn't too much side story it was just enough um felt a little bit like uh what's it called jurassic park or jurassic world really um but other than that it was it was good okay um i I think it's good for a different reason when it comes to the monsters fighting but besides that it's a bore fest um with any of the human characters they fight most (laughs) of the movie (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that, that's the great part. That's what we wanted. We wanted Godzilla versus Kong, and we got that. We got plenty of that. Um, it doesn't matter how it happened, but it happened. Um, because I think for the most part, whoever wrote it wasn't really too concerned with the story, which it really doesn't matter. Um, it's a lot of different characters. You're all over the place with them. Um, there is one person that shows up kind of towards, I mean, he shows up at the beginning and then towards the end. I'm like, who is this guy? Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll get to it. But, yeah, I mean, the human characters aren't really that interesting. I guess the little girl, because she, you know, knows yeah. sign language. and That's a, that's a big able, part of this. Yeah, she's able to speak to Kong. But, I mean, nobody else really matters. <laughs> to me. I mean, come on. <laughs> I guess I guess you're right. You really don't need that. You can kind of get, honestly, this could have been one of those films. If this was filmed in Japan and there was like an, a, a Japanese version, um, no English dub, and I had to watch it that way, I could have watched it that way and probably got the same thing from this film because so much of it was was actual sign language or kind of like the feeling or emotion, particularly of Godzilla and Kong. And I think that's a good thing, but it also means that the story didn't quite matter, like you were saying, and it wasn't necessary to get what was happening. But I don't know if that's really a true negative or not. <laughs> well, I mean, outside of monsters fighting, there's nothing to look for. There's, there's nothing to write home about. But isn't that what you signed up for in watching this? Though? That's what you want. It's it's called Godzilla versus Kong. That's all I want to see. Yeah, I got what I wanted. Um, I don't care about the human characters. Um, <laughs> I mean, for the most part, most of these movies, especially involving Godzilla, the human characters are the most boring. Um, no. I haven't really liked any of the Godzilla movies. Kong Skull Island has definitely been the best movie out of this monster universe. And I think it still continues to be. I would agree. I would agree. Kong Skull Island. Yeah. I mean, they had Samuel Jackson. I mean, that 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 was a movie. <laughs> Mother. 
<laughs> that was, I mean, class A, that was like an homage to great film and a great actor. They made that movie. Brie Larson was there, which was nice. Yeah. Um, Tom Hiddleston. Tom you know? Hiddleston was in that. The guy um, from um, Step Brothers. He I was, was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Will, Will Ferrell's sidekick. Um, yeah, I forgot his name. Which isn't fair because he has a whole career. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he will forever be Will Ferrell's uh, sidekick. Um, See, they had more interesting characters in that movie. They were. They were. And I don't care about anybody in this movie or any of the previous Godzilla movies. I can't. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, it was different writing, different. I mean, the, the actors were there. And I think we all we both agreed that 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 was definitely a better film. Uh, Kong Skull Island than, than Godzilla. But putting them together, I think they did a pretty good job and chose to focus more on the creatures. Um, so which I think was a good thing, spending all that budget on all that CGI. And I think, honestly, the more CGI, the better in this one. Since so much of it is fake, it was okay that a lot of other things are fake. Like, it's not like that one move from a fighting character that's like rubbery. Um, but this the whole film. Was, so, you, so you kind of got to merge into the CGI universe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we have to definitely embrace the CGI here. And I did like, you know, the, the color scheme, especially with Godzilla. You know how okay. his back lights up and right. the big laser beam. I don't think they call it that, but I, I forgot what it was. But right. that looks nice where he powers up and he's breathing out all that blue laser or fire, whatever it is. It looks nice. Yeah, I would. I agree. They did a really good job with it. You know, it felt like, you know, definitely the toys are going to be pretty spot on with this one. Um, sometimes I wonder um, with marketing, like, does marketing come first or the film? Because um, I feel like that this is great if they want to do video games i doubt they're gonna do that but um if they you know selling toys and whatnot easily see that on the shelves um just because of the way we, we do things um uh, but <laughs> yeah it was put together really well i mean there were some parts in like i know this is not gonna happen right they're not gonna die that character or um there this people these people are always gonna make it i think they did an interesting thing where there's always the annoying character about the money about the business who dies at some point just because it's like oh they were a douche the entire time um so i'm glad they did that and i thought they did it in a creative way but i was expecting it wow um, i'm glad <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean i think it's creative it reminds me of of uh the first uh however you want to say the order, but um, Jurassic World, whenever the person who's supposed to be watching the two boys gets taken up by the uh, pterodactyl and just thrown over the ocean and then the thing comes out an easer. It was, that was creative. And I feel like they did a creative one this time um, with the way that it happened with, uh, with Kong. I liked it. I liked every bit of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's Some Unanswered let's, questions, let's though. Oh, yeah. But let's go ahead and get into the story. So Godzilla just starts attacking out of nowhere. Um, from what we know previously, he was on the human side, was fighting along with them to protect them from all these other titans. But nobody knows why, um, except Brian Tyree Henry and his character's name is Bernie. Right. So he's a conspiracy theorist who has his own podcast. And he's trying to uncover the truth about this, um, why Godzilla is attacking all of a sudden. Um, and he, think, he thinks he's linked to this, this company that he works for called Apex. Um, so he sticks a uh, jump drive. I don't know if people still carry those, but he sticks <laughs> it into this computer that has all the secrets, I guess. Um, and then that's when Godzilla attacks and blows up everything so he gets that information um also millie bobby brown she was she has a connection with godzilla from the her the previous movie where um her and her family you know they they had some sort of connection with him right. and then so so she doesn't think that godzilla is bad she thinks that he's doing this for a reason so she finds him along with another friend that she just drags him along 
and then they go on their quest. Um, so we get that Godzilla part of it. And we also have King Kong, who is in a containment center where um, these people are basically watching him, I guess, trying to keep him safe because they think Godzilla is going to attack him, um, I guess, because they they have history with their hand with their ancestors. Well, see, I didn't I thought it was more like a um, let's just capture this thing so we can use and abuse it, you know, <laughs> that's what I <laughs> like thought a zoo? That was about like a zoo, but worse, more like a puppy <laughs> mill. Like let's let's take this creature. We'll use it to our benefit when we need to. Let it out and fight um, on our side, hopefully, and let that be it. Um, they use them in a unique way, which I'm, you'll get to in a second. Telling the story, I'm that part. I was like, I don't know if it actually worked that way. I've seen enough um, Animal Planet to know you, you do something in a cage. You put like something in the enclosure. Sometimes it takes them hours, days. They don't even notice a thing. It's like it's a big letdown. But but continue. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so God, I mean, um, King Kong. He's in the containment center, and we have this. Um, I think she is a uh, orphan girl who is right. deaf, but does sign language yes. you know, very well, um, and she speaks to Kong all the time unsupervised um <laughs> i don't know if they are like literally watching her all the time but she just goes wherever she right. wants right <laughs> uh but they have a connection the 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 uh, deaf girl and uh king kong but i mean he gets to a point where he's like screw this <laughs> and he picks up a, a tree and just throws it out <laughs> and the containment center just that part starts falling apart but you know he really can't do anything Right. And I also wonder, like, what happened between Kong Skull Island and right. How did they get him in the enclosure? And how do they keep sedating him? Like, <laughs> how? Why is he going along with this? And if it's because of little girl, he should be very upset with her. Because every time he listens to her, bad things happen. I, um, so that's what well, I was She's just been born, though. She's like maybe six or seven? Yeah, but... That's one of the more confusing parts was why is he so cooperative and how are they sedating him? How do they capture him? How? Yeah, it's been a long time because his movie took place in, I think, the 70s. And yeah. in, in the last film for Godzilla, King of the Monsters, he showed up on the map. I'm, I'm not sure if they had him contained at that moment, but... Neat. There's no connection there. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot that they, that we just kind of miss out on, but you know it's okay. Right. We got Godzilla versus Kong. Right, and and don't get me started on the on the on the the skull crawlers that we see for like two seconds. Um, they just like seconds, just thrown into the to the cage. The tiger can eat. Like what? You're breeding those things, and that's what you use it for. <laughs> They could easily get loose. They could easily get loose, but I also was like, maybe they're going to treat them like the raptors in, um, in Jurassic World and like use them as like military dogs. But they, it's not what they were doing. So I was like, huh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's skipping way ahead. But yeah. um, so uh, these guys who want to, you know, build up their um kind of like their own weapon to fight against Godzilla if he ever turns or whatever. Um, they talk to this other guy who is kind of like a failed scientist. He had this book on getting to hollow earth, which is, I guess, supposed to be the, the, um, the, the genesis of all the Titans, like where they came from, where they lived. Um, but nobody believes them. Nobody's mm -hmm. ever been there, but, these guys, they think we have the equipment. You just need to show us how to get there. So they team up, and um, the scientist guy he gets the idea that, well, I know this woman who is the Kong Whisperer, so sh she can tell him to do whatever, and he'll listen. So we can use him to guide us to Hollow Earth, since that's where he came from. <laughs> right. Which is an That's interesting concept. 
Yeah. Because I back to, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I that part I just don't. I mean, to me, it reminds me of whenever you have a dog and you buy that dog a new uh, dog bed, right? You sit in the corner of the room and you're like, he's going to love this dog bed, right? But you can't talk to the dog. So you just put it there. Sometimes dog goes right to it. Other times, it's like it's not even there. You get to like put food in it so it knows it can use it. Right, you know, keep putting the puppy on it. So it's like, this is yours. This is your dog bed, right? But so how did they just know that if they brought Kong to a place that they theoretically think he came from, that he would just go straight to the center of all the power, right? That's a lot of guessing that they just happened to get right. Like maybe his hut was like on the other side of the place and it wasn't into the power source, right? Maybe he wasn't the king. Maybe he was just like, you know, he was just the trash man who uh, who happened to survive the, the nuclear blast, right? And they think he's a genius. And he's not the ruler. What if he had no idea how to use any of this stuff in that room? It was just a lot of guessing that was very, very co- coincidental and helpful that um, is nothing short of just movie magic because I no way your your hypothesis on a place that doesn't exist until now are you ever this correct yeah and also why would he follow behind them because they have him locked up on a ship carrying him to that place right and they're sedating him so why should he trust y'all at all right why is he still okay with this right (laughs) that's what i don't understand yeah he had all this freedom on kongsko island he was the King Kong of that place. He was tearing up things. He stumped Samuel Jackson. Like, <laughs> he, he was the King Kong. Why is he just okay with just being locked up? Doesn't make any bit of sense. I, that's, that's probably the biggest plot hole for me, is why is he still trusting humans? Is he just going to sleep? Is he not being sedated? I, I don't know. Well, out of any of these monsters, I would want him on my side, King Kong, rather than Godzilla. Godzilla don't care about nobody. <laughs> well, I, don't, I mean, we don't really know that. I will say, personally, I've always felt like I have a better connection with animals with fur than those without. I just don't trust the ones that don't have fur. It's like a rule. Um, and I feel like I'm applying the same thing here. It's just, he's a reptile, so I, I don't trust Godzilla. I have to believe Kong is the better, the better oh, yeah. one. Yeah, I was, I mean, even before watching this movie, I like King Kong just so much better just because, you know, you know, he's a big monkey. You know, he, you can you can talk to him in a certain way. Godzilla, there's no talking there. He's just a <laughs> big giant lizard that's just going to scream and shoot lasers at you. <laughs> yeah, he's not as friendly, not as nice to work with. Um, but they never tried in these movies, right? <laughs> no, but... Yeah, I was definitely rooting for Kong. Um, I did enjoy the fight. No spoilers here, but I was disappointed in how everything kind of ended. I still enjoyed it, but you know, like the whole movie. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm no. I'm talking about just the fight. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I. But okay. We, we'll get into it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but um, where was I? So yeah, uh, they're using King Kong to guide them to this place where they can get this energy source. Um, but then Godzilla shows up and he starts destroying everything. Um, now, I'm kind of confused on... Now, this is kind of fast-forwarding, but they say Godzilla is attacking because they're trying to make a big weapon to mm-hmm. fight mm-hmm. against him. But he still wants to attack King Kong, even though King Kong has really, he's, he's never done anything to him. Okay, I see. This kind of confused me as well, but I have to think that Godzilla was on his way because of this super weapon that was being created. But in order to, you know, stop that thing from being created, Godzilla had to attack the people. Kong is friends with people. So he was like, why are you attacking my people? We're going to fight. We have words. 
So it was a, I think it was a misunderstanding, right? And they screamed at one another and they got it out. But I think it was a general misunderstanding. So friends chain you down to a ship. Again, I don't understand why Kong is being nice to the people. I don't. But <laughs> the plot is, is contingent on that point. <laughs> Maybe it was like, okay, our family's got beef. And, you know, I was trying to beat this whatever weapon they're trying to make. But you were on the way, so let me go ahead and knock you out while I'm going on this mission. I guess. I guess you could look at it like that. Um, but they didn't talk to us. They didn't talk to one another, at least with subtitles. So there's no way to know. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Godzilla's just attacking for no reason for the most part. But besides, I guess, having some type of wavelength telepathically, you know, mm-hmm. hey, they're creating this big weapon. Right. Let me go destroy everything, destroy their place. Like, how would he even know that? Well, so that was something that me and Tori were talking about. It's like, so my understanding of it is, you know, when you have an apex predator uh, in an area, um, they have a way of sensing others and testing them to see who's stronger, right? Um, now, in real life, that's, you know, by smells, of course, if they see the other animal. Um, maybe if it's two males, they smell the testosterone in the air and it leads them to it, leaving behind in, in you know, um, urine samples and they, you know, poop everywhere. Um, that's how they kind of find who the next person they're going to fight is. Now, the part that's made up here is the fact that we just don't know, you know, you could argue that Kong and Godzilla are so big that they can just, I guess, smell or feel from across the planet. Um, so you have to use your imagination there. But I mean, it, that's how at least how it works in real life. Um, there is something that prompts another being or another animal to like test another one um, to see who is stronger. Um, But that's different for different species. And I don't know what it is for Godzilla's. Wow. Well, I mean, you're the animal planet expert right here. I I mean, you explain that pretty well. Well, good. I I used to love uh, top 10 most extreme animals and all kinds of stuff. I'm, I'm that old guy who watches, um, planet earth three times because i enjoy it (laughs) (laughs) okay well um yeah well this is the first godzilla versus king kong matchup that we have um but king kong is at a huge disadvantage he's chained up in the middle of the ocean and godzilla is just kind of acting like um the music that they played remind me of this too but jaws oh yes I mean, it was very good, very intense music. I I, I really liked it. Um, we had a pretty good fight. Um, Godzilla was at a huge advantage. I mean, he took him under sea, beat him up. Um, but, you know, uh, King Kong was able to escape, and they continue on with their mission. Right. Um, but from here on, the movie kind of, I don't know, slows down for me. Because there's a long period between when Godzilla and King Kong meet up again. Now, they're still going on this mm-hmm. mission. Um, and they're kind of going all over the place. Because uh, Brian Tyree Henry and Millie Bobby Brown and her other friend, they're still trying to figure out why Godzilla's attacking. And it's because they're trying to build this big weapon. And what's the guy's name? He is basically the villain... Damien. Yeah, I'm just going to go with Damien. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Shun. Shun, yes. Damien and Shun. That's, I think that's the real names. Okay, yeah. yeah. But um, they're the two guys who are creating this big weapon. And I forgot that this guy was even in the movie. The, the uh, Damien guy. I was like, huh, who are you? Because he showed up in the beginning. You know, he's the one who started this whole mission just to go to um, Hollow Earth. Right. And he shows up maybe an hour and 30 in after that. I'm like, who is this guy? (laughs) There was a lot of time that passed, and there's a lot of stuff that happened before he showed up again. This is true, yeah. 
Um, but they're still looking for this power source, and they finally get get through to Hollow Earth. Uh, not unscathed, but you know, it's kind of like going through the time space continuum, right? Like your the the particles of your body ripping apart. But they were it's able a to lot get of space through. Odyssey vibes. Yeah, um, but the way that the world is made up, um, Hollow Earth is is I don't know. It, it creates like a paradox in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is up is down. What is down is up. But there's gravity in both areas. It's very interesting. Yeah. So when they first enter the atmosphere, they're falling down and then they go back up towards the sky. But somehow they kind of flip it to land back on the bottom part of right. Hollow Earth. <laughs> right. <laughs> Was it as confusing as Tenet? Uh, it wasn't as long as Tenet. It- so. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have to think too much. So you- <laughs> think, think, think as long, I guess. Right, right. But if they you know, took some scenes down there exploring and falling up and walking upside down and drinking backwards, it would have led to more questions. I get that. I was, this This movie definitely isn't uh, for the story at all, um, it's definitely uh, definitely um, just for the background fact. noise. Which is what background noise? It's well, <laughs> literally. I mean, kind of. I mean, you didn't really have to. You could, like I said, you could have muted the entire thing and watched no dialogue. You could get what was happening. <laughs> and and that's good. That's fine. That's good. But um yeah, definitely uh not going for story of the year here. Just uh the people wanted Kong versus Godzilla um in 2021, and that's what we're gonna give them. Uh and yeah. That's what we've got. That's I, what I... we got. I'm happy for that because in most of these movies, you don't get much of the action with uh, big monsters fighting. So. Right. It's always dark, right? <laughs> you might not see the whole creature ever, just parts of it. Um, yeah. Oh, Godzilla 2014. Terrible. Every single time Godzilla's about to do something, oh, let's close the door and move on to the next scene. Like, what? What, what happened in that scene? Why did Godzilla not, you know, fight that thing? Why didn't we see that? <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> they didn't have the budget. They didn't have the budget for that. I mean, the biggest thing that happens happens in the trailer where he opens the mouth of whatever that thing was and blows fire into it. That was pretty cool. Which looked pretty good. That was that was a cool moment. <laughs> it, it was, but it's in the trailer. Yeah. It's always the letdown when your most interesting parts in the trailer. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, is this considered you know, a sequel or, or a trilogy? Hmm. No, it wouldn't be a trilogy because Kong would be the, what, the second movie. Well, so I'm um, look. So this monster verse, you got Godzilla in 2014. Kong Skull Island 2017, then Godzilla King of Monsters 2019, and then Godzilla vs. Kong 2021. So, fourth movie in, in I guess, their series arc. Well, they led up to this too fast. We missed so much with Kong. Why does Godzilla have three movies? <laughs> I'm sick of them. And Kong only got the one. Yeah. I guess because what else What else can you do with a Kong? I guess. I mean, there wasn't much to do with Godzilla, but they did it. Um. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot that happens in between his last movie and now. Decades. About 40 years. <laughs> We're just making him a little grayer, and um, that's good enough. I guess. I don't know where they go from here. But um, what was happening in the movie? So 
um, they finally find the power source and the evil guy's daughter she's been traveling with um, all the people who are trying to find this power source. She finally gets the power source, downloads the, I guess, the the uh, material or the, you know, the information back to where he is because he's building, spoiler alert, Mecha Godzilla. Um, yeah, Mecha Godzilla. But how does technology work down there? How is, <laughs> like, <laughs> what signal, what Wi-Fi signal do they have down there? <laughs> like, it uploaded so fast, like within, I don't know, less than a minute, really? Yeah, I mean, and also, how do you create energy? I mean, just because you copy something doesn't mean, like, like within what? seconds. <laughs> within seconds, they uploaded it from the middle of Earth. Um, we saw the energy source. We scanned it. And now we now we can now we can make it. We just, we just copied it within seconds. <laughs> that's that's that five G. That's what it does. That's a thousand G. I mean, <laughs> all types of signal Wi Fi. I mean, right? They're using those walkie talkies that the Avengers use. They can talk <laughs> at normal volume from miles apart. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's completely ridiculous. But you know, we'll go with it. Um, but yeah, they get Mecha Godzilla. But I think this is the part where you're talking about where they kill somebody in a creative way, right? Right, right, right. I mean, they so essentially they're in these these little hover thingies. I forget what they call them, but they're essentially hover hover rounds or whatever um, that go really fast. And <laughs> there's this the douchey girl who's the daughter of the Apex founder is like, you know, my daddy's money. Um, and everything we touch, we own. Uh, so goodbye. And she's making that speech in terms of guns on the three good people, I would say. The deaf child, her caretaker, and um, the guy who led them on this quest. And Kong did not like that. He immediately uh, yelled. And later on, when they try to get away, and he, I like the fact that he looks in the pod to make sure the little girl's not in there. He looks at it and says, who is in here? Oh, it's her? Hate that. Squished. Done. <laughs> right? Kong likes people until he doesn't like you. Um, and he has no remorse for killing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just dropped and just looked out of the way. <laughs> right, right. That's also, does, does the dad know that she's dead? Like, I, I guess he died too, but I mean, I don't, I don't think he ever found out. No, That's well, I guess he died maybe five to ten minutes later. <laughs> So it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know where mom is, um, but ooh, no one's coming home for dinner. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, it was her fault. You didn't need to shoot at him to leave. No, not at all. No, he he wasn't going to kill them. <laughs> That's true. I guess he was provoked. He was like, "Why? Why are you shooting me now?" Who is in here? You know, just disrespectful. Just be gone. It was completely unnecessary. They didn't have to do, have to do that. So they killed them on their own selves. But um, yeah, that that was a nice scene because they're like, no, 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 <laughs> and he just drops it and walks away. <laughs> yeah, definitely good. I enjoyed that piece. <laughs> um, but oh, we kind of skipped a part, so. Godzilla, he attacks Hong Kong because that's the place where they're, they're building Mecha Godzilla. Um, and he's also provoked to laser beam down into Hollow Earth. I'm not sure if he knew that was there, but did he attack because King Kong was there? I don't know. I I felt like they were like like that's it seemed to be a shared throne or like it went back and forth because you had a statue of Kong there. You had, you know, the image of Godzilla there. So it's it's unclear. Were they fighting over that area? But no. How did they leave there and not ever go back? Did they get <laughs> lost? How? How do you forget that? Obviously, they knew where everything was. 
So I don't know. Again, I questions mean, if you're considering the plot of this film to be relevant. But if you don't, I mean, another fight scene. It's pretty cool. Godzilla <laughs> just threw up to the middle of Earth and then threw it. So, I mean, also the casualties here. Who takes care of that? The government? Or uh, is it just like a freak accident? Does life insurance cover Kong attacks or Godzilla <laughs> attacks? I want so much, so much loss of life and property. Um I mean, cities were destroyed. Japan destroyed. Um, that takes Demolished. that takes that takes years to rebuild. The cities, trillions of dollars. Trillions of dollars. Uh, <laughs> One trillion dollars. Right, right. Does, does the president of the United States just go like, "Crap, they're at it again"? Uh, like, who has to clean this up? I want to see that movie. Well, it oh, okay. If you look at it that way, you know, the president looking, hey, they're, they're at it again, you know, tearing up everything. I can see the guy who was trying to build this mega Godzilla be like working for the military because the, the U.S. doesn't just want these big giant um, animals just running wild and free and attacking whatever they want. I could see. So, I mean... I mean, he—you can kind of look at him as the origin of Shield. Well, if he would have done it right, but <laughs> yes, people. I mean, yeah, he gives me like Tinkerer vibes, the new version of Mysterio. You know, if 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 he was involved with the government, he fall on that route. Um, but private company, independent, which is interesting. The government was also just on this. Well, they were working with the government at one point. I mean, those hell, those those ships. And whatnot. So American interest was there. You, I guess you could look at the military contract. I don't know. Again, things that didn't matter to the. To, to, I mean, we just fight, monster fight. <laughs> Turn your brain off. Right. Exactly. Fight. Exactly. <laughs> but that's what we wanted. So we got what we wanted. Um, also, so you watch Godzilla, King of the Monsters, right? Yes. Okay, so what they're using to control Mechagodzilla is the skull of um, Ghidorah. Yes. And it had telepathic powers. So that's what they use, kind of like a controller, to um, control Mechagodzilla. Now, um, Godzilla and King Kong were already fighting, um, but unfortunately... Godzilla, he, I mean, not Godzilla, uh, King Kong, it looked like he lost, you know, he was pretty beat up, almost died, because Godzilla and King Kong, they were going at it back and forth. Right. Um, I was kind of sad at that, because I don't really care for Godzilla, but I'm going to sound bad for this, but once Mecha Godzilla came out, he started just whipping Godzilla. I mean, he was just getting dragged around. I was like, okay, I like this. Well, <laughs> it's hard because you, this is this is really set up to make Godzilla look like a bad guy, right? Um, but then they team up together, and it's like I guess they're not all that bad. They're just different creatures, and one has fur. Um, but yeah, I mean that Mecha Godzilla was definitely giving them the business. Uh, get access to guns and missile launchers and things like that. It could power shoot. It reminded me of a Power Ranger Zoid. Um, you know, it's just, it's just ultimate power. Um, and it just works. Uh, the little uh, punches it did with the with the rocket boosters um, to give it, like, leverage. Reminded me of, like, Iron Man. Like, uh, a little extra. It was, it was all right. It was, it was good. Um, definitely, definitely uh, a lot to handle for... Uh, for um, Godzilla. And then you have Kong who's knocked out, then wakes up, and the little girl says, you know, signs, you know, that's the enemy. You know, please fight it, right? My question throughout this film, conveniently, Kong is able to see this little girl from miles away very clearly. How? I guess its eyesight is pretty good. But how? Of all the mess, all the things going on, hmm. 
I don't get it. He'll look through the window of a boat. Yeah, she's in there. What's, what's up? What you doing? <laughs> and that, I don't, not very believable. Well, he could have easily crushed her near the By beginning accident. of the movie. He could have sneezed and fell into her. And just, that's it. <laughs> they, they have a moment where they're trying to like touch with the fingertip. Right. <laughs> really, it's her whole body. And it, right. her, I mean, you can't even cover his finger with her body. But if he sneezed, one, I mean, broken rib cage <laughs> right there. Just obliterated, really. Um, but yeah, she has total control of him, really. She, he does whatever she says, this little girl. Right. Um, but uh, before Mecha Godzilla comes out, Ghidorah or the spirit of Ghidorah actually takes over Mecha Godzilla and kills all the people who created it. Um, so it has a reason to actually fight Godzilla, um, which I was kind of liking. I, I was I was liking that I was beating up Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because because Godzilla really abused Kong um, through most of this movie, so it was good to see. Okay, you know. He needs to get a little beat up too. He's on my man's um, a little hard, and you're trying to prove a point. Um, yes, thank you. Also, do you feel like parts of this movie was like Batman versus Superman? How so? So, um, we have two characters who are generally on the good side for the most part. But they end up fighting each other. Batman versus Superman, King Kong versus Godzilla. Um, we have our Martha moment where they're standing over somebody. So <laughs> uh, Godzilla is standing over King Kong, stuff him in the chest, doesn't kill him, um, kind of yells in his face. And then why did away. you say that name? <laughs> and there's also, you know, the humans looking at these titans as gods. Um, more specifically, the guys who are in charge of Apex, um, look at them as, uh, what's his name? Um, Jesse Eisenberg's character, Lex Luthor. Okay. So they, they see them as gods. So they create their own monster to fight them, but their own monster gets out of control. But, you know, Batman versus Superman, I mean, Batman and Superman, they team up to fight that big monster. And now Godzilla and King Kong team up to fight Mecha Godzilla. Okay, it's uh, yeah, definitely similar movie beats. Um, I'm trying to. I mean, I wonder, like, because that I don't, I can't believe that was the first time that that th- sort of thing has been used in Batman v Superman. So I do wonder, like, where that story cliche came from. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's a good point. Very similar in that way. Yeah, no Wonder Woman, no surprise help. Because yeah, that so this is where the skull crawlers. So at randomly in the movie uh, to test out this Mecha Zilla Zord, uh, they they send out skull crawlers that they've been breeding and making um, for it to fight. So my question is, they wouldn't do the trouble. The process, the scientific studies, the money to bring back skull crawlers for fun, for sport, so they could test things. Because I'm sure they're not going to release those into the wild. So why were they making them? Um, and why were they only being used as sheep? to display how strong their actual new creation was. I thought that was a real big waste. And not, like, I mean, if if somehow the Skullcrawlers got out and then also teamed up to fight the Mega Godzilla, I mean, maybe that would be something. But they were just there for that. That, that felt like a waste. It is. But also, their creation wasn't, um, it wasn't down to an exact science yet. They they still needed that power source. So let's say those skull crawlers 
get out of control and take over Mechagodzilla. Now you got these skull crawls on the loose. Easily, yeah. This is true. So I don't don't quite get that. <laughs> but unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was. I mean, I don't know. They could have used anything else. Right. They could have put a lion in there, a bear or something, you know, an apex predator today and be like, look at it, kill it. But I guess maybe it would have been like, ooh, no, this movie is uh, this movie's terrible because it's showing, you know, unnecessary harm to animals. So we make up an animal. Let it do that. Instead of putting a sheep in there or just eat, right? <laughs> Um, could have been another robot could have been another robot easily nope we need to create a species again use that one for bait to create a whole species for bait yeah um, but the movie ends where Godzilla and King Kong they kind of end in a stalemate but um, go their separate ways and Kong goes back to uh, hollow Earth, where I guess humans are able to get back there more easily, and they are studying him in Hollow Earth. Right. I don't know what studies they need to do. Um, it's a giant gorilla. <laughs> they probably want to study Hollow Earth. I mean, yeah, that's I a could huge world out there. Yeah that that they that's an that's an understatement. Like they discovered. A, almost like a alternate universe um, <laughs> with all these species of, of creatures. Um, they kind of gloss over that. Not really amazed by it. No one's taking notes. No one's taking pictures. Just, uh, it's nice. It's cool. Because, I mean, I wonder if they, they could have done the same, they could have done the same thing they did in Kong, Kong Skull Island where they're having a team of different identities come up and like explore this place to, to find Kong. But nope, we just fly straight through it. Don't take any notes, don't care about all these creatures in science. I will leave that for the next movie. Yeah, and also, so where does the sun come from? Is it in the middle of the earth? And did they travel back through that hole that Godzilla made to get back to Middle Earth? It's or that open. I mean, Hollow Earth. I said Middle Earth. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, there's a lot going on right there, um, but we got Godzilla versus Kong. So that's what the people wanted. <laughs> um. But I, for the most part, I did enjoy this whenever it was Godzilla versus Kong because it was, you know, spectacular CGI, I think. Definitely. Definitely. I think they did an awesome job with the whole thing. Um, yeah, it looked good. I mean, it would have been even better in a the movie theater. Oh, would have loved to see this in a the theater. Mm -hmm. 3D? What? <laughs> Well, not every movie is made for 3D. This is true. I was disappointed in Jurassic World. Lots of that movie actually wasn't in 3D, even though we were in the 3D movie. Because um, the way 3D, it's not like it used to be where it was like the red and blue glasses and, you know, everything was kind of in that. Now it's, you know, it's when everything's a 3D, it's like split screen and it puts it together with the glasses. Many times I took off my glasses during that film and I could see it normal because the, that particular scene wasn't in 3D. So I'm very curious, like the percentage of like what qualifies if it's just a second or two, that's it, or a couple, couple minutes total in 3D, it counts, I guess, but was disappointed. Yeah, um, I'm very cautious about 3D, so I, w I wouldn't go that route. <laughs> um. But yeah, I enjoyed this movie for the most part. Um, but any other thoughts before we give it a rating? No, um, I think we've kind of said it all. Kong versus Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong. The title is the movie. Um, and of course, they could not pick a winner. So they had to invent something else for them to kill. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people can look at it as Godzilla won because, you know, he 
he did kind of beat down Kong. I mean, he almost killed him. He needed life support. They had to invent a way to shock his heart to wake him up. So, yeah, <laughs> I guess blow for blow. If this was a knock, if this was a uh, a uh, boxing match, Godzilla, yeah, he did. Yeah, I mean, I was disappointed by that because I wanted Kong to win. Um, who who trusts a lizard, big giant lizard? Come on. <laughs> but I mean, Godzilla has a lot, though. When you look at it, he has a lot of powers, a lot of stuff that he can use. Yeah, I mean, he—that's the one thing. If I was Kong, I'd be jealous. Like, I didn't get no powers. I'm just big. <laughs> well, I didn't get no powers. I can't fly. I, I like what would what would Kong's power be? Could he just also throw up? Electric light? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what power you get like, a gorilla. Maybe be like Tasmanian Devil? Maybe. You could argue his he's smart. I mean he knows sign language. Yeah. Godzilla can't communicate. He can <laughs> he can swim too. I mean Godzilla what he can survive underwater. It is unfair. The skill set is not fair. You got an all-around character versus a strong character. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sucks. <laughs> but he put up a pretty good fight, you know. He he fought he he fought very valiantly, but you know, he almost lost his life. Yeah. Um, but also, they move a lot faster in this movie than they did in previous movies. You think so? Yeah, because most times, from the human perspective, they're kind of like slowly moving their legs, just True. like mm. taking baby steps. In this movie, they're moving like they ninjas. <laughs> I mean, some of those, that, that first fight they had, I mean, Kong got a sucker punch in, and then Godzilla came back and like, like back slapped him. Like, I mean, he <laughs> was going at it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they 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 move pretty fast, but Godzilla just got too much. He has spikes on his back, all these electrical powers. He can swim. He can survive yeah. underwater. It's ridiculous. But um, let's go ahead and give this one a rating. So, the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So, how would you rate the film Godzilla versus Kong? I would rate this film. As high level background noise. I think it is a really, I think this could have been a lot worse. So it is worth some praise, but it is the definition of background noise. I mean, you don't need to have the sound up all the way. You don't need to know the dialogue. You can kind of feel it throughout the film. You can be doing something else, look down during all of the um, non monster parts of this film. And come back when you hear screaming, and you'll enjoy the movie just the same. <laughs> it's Godzilla. It got the, yeah. I meant to do that once, and I'm mad they didn't. We were in Japan, and they didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna rate it as mid-level background noise because, yeah, I mean it's in the middle for me. The story is really not that great, but Kong versus Godzilla is. Which is, is what we're here to see. And that's what they gave us. They gave us plenty of that. And I enjoyed that. Um, so that's the best part of the movie. The rest is background noise. You don't need to need to know any of the characters. I don't know anybody's name, really. There's really too many people. So, <laughs> And they jump back and forth all over the place. So, I mean, it's, it's good for the, the, the monsters, the versus monsters. Sure. Um, but I don't know if they have anything else in development with this series because, um, you know, people like making money. Um, so I don't know where they go from here. I don't know. I mean, I think it's done. Um, but, you know, they just can't let things go. So robotic gorilla next. I, that's my vote. <laughs> robotic gorilla. Well, I know that these two characters have a lot of history and they've done plenty of movies before this. So I guess I wouldn't mind another King Kong movie with a great cast 
kind of like with Kong Skull Island. So I'll be up yeah. for that. Yeah. Do they reboot it again? Is that where we're moving? Do what again? Another reboot. Re? Uh, no, not a reboot. But I mean, but how long are you gonna wait for that? I mean, I'm good to wait for a while. With the money they made, can they wait? I don't know. Three, four I'm years? Sure. No, that's too short. How, how do you get a reboot in three, four years? I asked the X-Men. <laughs> they, <laughs> they use the same actors, they, the same characters. Ask the X-Men. <laughs> that's how you do it right. Well, you got time travel involved. I don't know. Kong finds love. There's another in Middle Earth. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just, I feel like we needed another Kong movie before we got to this. There's <laughs> too much in between. Way too yeah. much. I would have enjoyed another Kong movie first. And, I mean, they could have made more money. I mean, you got three Godzilla movies where the most of the Godzilla fighting happens in this movie. Yeah. But hey, Oof. I guess people like Godzilla. It's it's nostalgia. Yeah, but I mean, if you look back, I mean, none of them are really that great. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, but any other thoughts about Godzilla versus Kong? No, I think. Uh... You'll like it if you like either of these characters. You definitely don't need to watch this. Um, if you're bored and you already have HBO Max, go for it. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing special. <laughs> okay, well, um, I would say definitely watch it. If you want the most realistic Godzilla versus Kong, here you go. They, they, they're giving it to you. The most okay. realistic that you'll probably ever get because it looks really real. I mean, really good CGI here. Um, but outside of that, it's a bore fest. I mean, don't even pay attention to these characters outside of Godzilla and Kong. That's all you really really need to know. Yeah, I, I agree with those. I agree with all that. I think um, this is definitely the best by far these characters have ever looked on screen. Um, the action is fast. It's good. There's some other monsters thrown in there within, in Inner Earth, which is interesting to see. Uh, I have a new fear of flying snakes because of this film. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Flying snakes. <laughs> That's the best way I could describe it. <laughs> the the one that Kong slammed. Right. That was a flying snake. Yeah. And some other ones that are kind of like bats in that cave. Uh, yeah. They were like bats and vultures put together. It's interesting. I don't know, but it killed a lot of people. Yeah, the body count extremely high in this film. Nobody cared though. Not one yeah, I... mentioned. <laughs> it's very similar to Man of Steel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one gets that body count. People die every day. So <laughs> trillions of dollars of damage. Where's the Sokovia Accords for that? <laughs> oh shoot, they're not gonna sign them. <laughs> I'll agree not to kill you too. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean, somebody's going to have to build something to um, go against Godzilla because he's just roaming free like he's a whale or something floating in the sea. Yeah, <laughs> a whale. I mean, I guess he's happy living in the water. Until somebody builds something or even think about building it. Right. Don't mess it. with his waters. He did say <laughs> a certain territorial areas that he stays in. Um also, that constant fear, if that was real, living in that level of constant fear, I don't know. I'd also, this, this is the part where Apex was kind of on to something I'll say, is all they were trying to do was kill these monsters. That was the goal. 
But they also created new ones with the uh, skull. So that's like, I don't really know if that's what you're really all about if you're creating these skull crawlers. But if it was purely to get rid of the Titans, I think that that's a violent cause that uh, makes sense as a, as a motivation for the so-called bad guy. I'm just trying to make the world a better place. Yeah, you got to. I mean, you got these big giant monsters roaming free. Exactly. I, destroying cities. Right. I don't care if there's two little girls in the world who think they're okay. I, I would not be okay with that as a citizen of the world. I, they need to go kill it now. Burn it. <laughs> gas it. Ship it to space. I don't... No. <laughs> we fight it like global warming. <laughs> Well, at least you can talk to King Kong. There's no talking to Godzilla. Yeah, kill it. <laughs> I was with him there. I was with him. Find a way to get rid of these things. Nuclear bombs, if you have to. <laughs> Any way possible, get rid of them. Exactly. <laughs> they just destroy everything. I mean, they before do. you know it, your, your house and everybody you know is gone. In an instant, because they were walking in that direction. They didn't have to be fighting. They just walking. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Is everybody know it's in his toenail? Couldn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, if only they had the right approach. Um, but that does it for us at AM Reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And also, if you want to send us a message, click that message link so we can feature you on the show. And thanks for listening.